Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back. So this is part of the series, Demands of Discipleship. And yes, as I mentioned in the other uh, parts of the series, God has demands of his disciples. So the demand that we're talking about today is steady. And by the demand, we say this, you cannot be a disciple unless you are trying to do these things. And if you're not a disciple, you're not a follower, and that's what people who have a relationship with Jesus, that's what they are. And a disciple is a student. That leads me to this particular topic, which of course is study. Oddly enough, people, and I didn't realize this, but, and by people I mean usually Protestant evangelical pastors, ministers, don't grasp the fact that study is the most important aspect of worship. It is the most important aspect of worship. Now that sounds crazy, right? Say, what do you what do you mean? Well, it's because and the reason I missed this for so many years is because I come from this evangelical Protestant kind of Gentile kind of Greco-Roman kind of mind thinking. Okay? Sounds programmed. And on a prior podcast, I've mentioned that. I had a Sunday school teacher that was a lawyer. I mean, a real one for in the U.S. And... Uh, as well as a first-class Bible student and uh, understood more of Jesus' Jewish, Hebraic background than I ever dreamed of and shared that and just whoo, blew my mind. And all of a sudden, this new perspective came and, all sudden, and I realized, whoa, I have been missing something. And that has to do with study. Because, and here's the reason I say that, because in the Jewish mindset, in the Hebraic mindset, you study not just to crowd a bunch of things in your head. It's not about accumulating a big bunch of information. I mean, literally, it, 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 you know, there are people with five PhDs. That's wonderful. But here's the thing. It's about, in the Hebraic mindset, and in Jesus' mindset, you study to do. Not just to know, but to do. 
I love that about Hebrew. I love that about the Judeo perspective because it's an element we're missing. Even the word Shema, the Shema in in Judaism, Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Shema is the word listen. But the word listen in Hebrew also means obey. Because when God says listen, he says you're going to listen and obey. So when you study, it's not just accumulating. It should change you. That's the thing. It should change your behavior. And I know you may have met people, you know, who have all kinds of Bible degrees, and they're horrible people. See, and that just shouldn't be. And, I mean, there are Greek and, and professors that teach in seminaries who do not believe the Bible is the Word of God and barely believe that God is God. I mean, you know, so here's the thing. Study is to change. And it doesn't change God. It changes us. Fundamentally helps us. When it says renewing of your mind, that is what that is. And by the way, Heart and mind in Hebrew is the same word. Now, we've got a whole lot of words for mind in, in Greek. Okay. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but here's the, here's the deal. In Hebrew, it's your heart and your mind are the same thing. So changing your heart, changing what's going on, you're changing your programming. And it is fundamentally important. Now, oddly enough, if you do a concordance search for the word study, you're not going to find a whole lot of that particular word. Just, you know, the word study in the Bible like three occurrences, depending on what version you're using. And, and sometimes it'll shift around. But here's the thing. Here's, here's the verse I, wanna, I, want, I really want you to focus on. And, and it's from Ezra. And Ezra is a fantastic book. The, why is that? Because in Jewish tradition, in, in, in the sages... They said, you know, if Moses was not worthy to receive the Ten Commandments, Ezra would have been. He is really, really thought of huge in the Jewish perspective. And, I mean, he helped establish the great synagogue of the ancient days. I mean, of the ancient world. It's you know, it's huge. Ezra had a heart f 
for the word because he had a heart for the God of the word. That was the Lord. He had a heart for the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In Ezra 7.10, I love this. It says, For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord, and to do it, and to teach in Israel statutes and judgments. Now, notice... Ezra had prepared his heart. Now, here's here's the thing, and this is an easy word study. All right. So, if you got a concordance, you can look at the word "study," just S T U D Y in English, right? And then, I mean, you know, try it in some different. Uh, if you have electronic uh, uh, concordance, it's really cool. You can try some different versions of the Bible, and you'll get maybe a few different takes but the thing is this i mean you won't get a lot but here's the thing i found that's most fascinating when when i just tried this king james version okay and i i do that because sometimes it tends to get to brass tacks really fast it gets really you know there's a lot of resources for the kjv uh, just be honest it's uh, just because it's been around so long. There are plenty of other versions, though, that you should look up that word in. But here's the thing. All of the words for study have this thought, an absolute eagerness, an eagerness about it. And the Old Testament word was 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 to hurry you know almost like you're in a rush but it was the rush of eagerness it's like i just can't wait to study that's what's so beautiful about that it is really 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 cool are you eager to study the word of god because if you're not, you really should be. I mean, if you had a letter, let's say you had a letter from someone that you just really, really couldn't wait to see. I mean, just wait to hear from, because everything they said to you just oh, made so much sense. If you didn't open it and read it, it'd be like, oh, you know, what kind of relationship would you have with that person? They write you a letter and you just, you know, or an email, let's say an email, and you just leave the email unopened. Oh, yeah, man, that's great. Man. Oh, look at that. I got this email. Yeah, I'll get to that later. Well, look, if you're eager, that says something about your relationship. If you are not eager to study and know God's word, ask yourself what kind of relationship you have with the living God through Jesus. Now, this is not me making a judgment, okay, on your relationship. That's not what I'm saying. I want you to do that. 
Because think about it. If you don't care about the Bible, if you don't care about what God has to say, because really, that's Him speaking to us. And it's personal, by the way. Then how can you say, oh yeah, I follow Him. Really? Really? Because Jesus... See, spent years teaching his disciples when he was here with not just the twelve, but with everyone that followed after him. And women too, Mary and Martha and tons of others. And guess what? His own mother was a student. She was a disciple of him. She followed, she listened, she learned. Why? Because. Now, I say that, but I also, also need to, 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 to clarify something, and that is this. A lot of people get the idea that, that because Jesus was God, he was just born with all of this God knowledge. Okay? That he just, you know, boom, he could just... And there were things that he could pull like that, okay? Because you see in the, in the Scripture, in the Gospels, where he, he just discerns motive like that. He knows what's going on. But you know how he learned Scripture? He studied. When he was 12 and he was talking with the rabbis at the temple, they were amazed at how much he, at, at how much he knew. It said he grew in favor with God and man. Okay, He grew in favor, not, hey, he, he had it all, you know. He didn't get it as a package. Why is that? Because when he came here, he set that aside. He didn't dump it. He didn't lose it. He set it aside so that he could be in the human experience 100%. And he learned. And what he learned, he did. And practiced. But he learned. And some people had the impression that he didn't learn the Talmud or the Mishnah. No. Well, let's just say he, 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 he knew all the oral law, okay? The more modern things in during in the late rabbinic period, you know, I'm sure he knows he's God. But then, when he was with his disciples, he knew the oral law just as well. He knew it all. And there are people that just don't believe that. Well, I'm sorry, but his, well, no, I'm not sorry actually. His, his answers show that he knew the oral law. And he didn't violate it either, by the way. Now the thing is, again, if you're his disciple, you want to hear, you want to see, you want to study, you want to dig. Another word that was in the grouping of words for study had to do with diligence. 
had to do with diligence. The Bible is not as much like picking up shiny stones in a brook as it is as mining diamonds. Sometimes you had to spend hours looking at it from all different ways. And you know something? We're really not supposed to technically think about doing that by ourselves. Doing it with other people is infinitely better. But yes, personal Bible study is super important. Always do that. But if any chance you can do that with someone, it's always better. Why is that? Because someone can show you something else. Everyone learns different things differently at different levels. So being able to do that is super important. But here's the thing. If you want to know God, or let me, let me say this first, I'm sorry. If you are in a relationship with the living God of Israel through Jesus, then you would want to know Him more. You would want to know Him exceedingly more, as much as you possibly could. And how do you do that? Through His Word, He left us. And I am talking about the Bible, the Hebrew canon and the New Testament canon. Not tons of these extracurricular books that, that cults want to throw at you. And, or, or books where people have jimmied with the Greek. And by jimmy, I mean messed it around a little bit to make it sound like what they want. But you would want to know as much about his word because it talks about him. Because that is how. It's a letter to you. You learn through his word and you learn about him. And it, So it's not about accumulation of Bible knowledge as much as it is about it will advance your relationship. And guess who will help you in your relationship with that? the Spirit of God. If you read the Bible and it makes absolutely no sense at all, any part of it, and you just don't get it, you may not have the Spirit with you. And that can be a problem. Because God gives the Spirit when you turn your life over to Him and you know Jesus. Jesus gives you the Spirit and the Spirit's in there teaching you. Yeah. So, this is a huge huge thing. Remember, we study to obey, not just to gather info. The Greek idea is to gather info. Doesn't matter how many PhDs I've got if I don't do any of the stuff that I know. And the stuff that I know ought to really change me. So, the great theologian Karl Barth was asked, and you may have heard this quote before, What was the most profound, amazing thing that you discovered in all your studies of the Bible? And if I remember correctly, he said, Jesus loves me, this I know, 
for the Bible tells me so. Boom. There is a guy. There is the mic drop. There is a guy who had a relationship with the author of the book. And that's the thing. So I want to encourage you. In these tumultuous times we're in, the world's in kind of a kind of a wild place right now, to anchor yourself through the Spirit to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob through His Word, both quote-unquote old and new. Okay? Keep on Thank you for on. listening to this edition of Speak It On. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon under L.A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His Word.